0: Yeah, good morning. Thank you, John, for for making that announcement. And thank you, uh, Jazz and Tim, uh, for your service of the church, for everything that you've given. Um, I I have uh, apologized to uh, Jazz for the things that I've done that have uh, caused her hurt uh, and for the hurt that I've caused her. And I want to say I am sorry again. This is a sadness. Um, This is, you know, this has not ended the way uh, we would have hoped. Um, and and that is a shame. I was preaching on Romans fifteen last week, and there is a verse there that says, you know, do everything that you can to live in harmony with one another, which is fitting uh, for those who are the lords. And we've uh, we've not managed to do that, and uh, and that is a great shame, a great sadness. And um, and so I want to I want to speak. Uh, in part to this situation, and to I hope encourage you that, as John has said, that this isn't a sign of god 's disfavor with us, that, that actually that we can still be hopeful of uh, a fruitful future as a church of, of growth, not, not numerically, but in maturity, in gifting, uh, and in impact, seeing the gospel advance in Croydon. Seeing people saved and added to the church, seeing lives transformed, and so I am going to uh, read and speak to very briefly uh, Romans 16. I want to finish this series that we've looking at that we've been looking at, but actually it it speaks well to us today. I think it speaks well to me as I take stock of my first 20 months as the lead elder of Croydon Jubilee Church. Um, And uh, and so I'm going to read this. This is Romans chapter 16. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Sencre. Welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honour among God's people. Help her in whatever she needs, for she has been helpful to many and especially to me. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in the ministry of Christ Jesus. In fact, they once risked their lives for me. I'm thankful to them, and so are all the Gentile churches. Also give my greetings to the church that meets in their home. Greet my dear friend Eponetus. He was the first person from the province of Asia to become a follower of Christ. Give my greetings to Mary, who has worked so hard for your benefit. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews, who were in prison with me. They are highly respected among the Apostles and became followers of Christ before I did. Greet Ampliatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend Stasis. Greet Apelles, a good man whom Christ approves, and give greetings to the believers from the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet the Lord's people from the household of Narcissus. Give my greetings to Tryphena and Tryphosa, the Lord's workers, the Lord's workers, and to dear Persis, who has worked so hard for the Lord. Greet Rufus, whom the Lord picked out to be his very own, and also his dear mother, who has been a mother to me. Give my greetings to Asyncretus, Phlegon, Hermes, Patrobas, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters who meet with them. Give my greetings to Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and to Olympus and all the believers who meet with them. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. All the churches of Christ send you their greetings. And now I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters. Watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord, they are serving their own personal interests. By smooth talk and glowing words they deceive innocent people. But everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy. I want you to be wise in doing what is right and to stay innocent of any wrong. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends you his greetings as do Lucius, Jason and Sosipater, my fellow Jews. I, Tertius, the one writing this letter for Paul, send my greetings too as one of the Lord's followers. Gaius says hello to you. He is my host and also serves as host to the whole church. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you his greetings and so does our brother Quartus. Now all glory to God who is able to make you strong... Just as my good news says, this message about Jesus Christ has revealed his plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time. But now, as the prophets foretold and as the eternal God has commanded, this message is made known to all Gentiles everywhere, so that they too might believe and obey him. All glory to the only wise God through Jesus Christ, Forever, Amen. There are only uh, three things that I want to say about this passage. I'm aware it's already half eleven. I, this church that Paul is writing to, and and the church that Paul is a part of, is so completely relational, isn't it? You know, Paul knows these people that he's writing to. He's never been to Rome before. We know that he's met some of these people uh, on his missionary journey in other places. Paul's not met all of these people. And yet, the relationships that they have with one another are so honouring, are so important to them. Even one of them has been like a mother to him. And as I say, today's announcement is a real sadness. I haven't always... Honoured uh, jazz as I should have. Um, the relationship hasn't always been as positive as we read of Paul's relationship to the church in Rome and their relationship to one another. That they would even risk their lives for one another. That they would support one another financially and practically. Um, and but that is that is that's the sort of congregation I want to lead that is how I wish to be this, this announcement today it's not about me and this passage today is not about me uh, 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 someone close to me a friend um, asked me the other day or, or commented they didn't know whether I was hot-headed or whether I was a passionate visionary now it wouldn't be okay to be hot-headed and, and we do need to take stock of my character, um, my leadership in these first 20 months. We need to take stock of those things. And, and there are things that uh, I have repented of and I have apologised for, and there may be more things that I need to repent of and apologise for. But that's the church that we're aiming to be like. Relational, honouring of one another. Positive. That's, what we, that's where we're going for. That's what we're aiming for. That is what I still believe God is going to work out among us. This is a sad day for Croydon Jubilee Church, as John said. And I, I was very uh, happy when John uh, said, we, we, mustn't, we mustn't try and dress this up as something it's not. I think it was the right call. We can't dress this up as something that it isn't. This is a sad day for us. And yet, as John has said, God works all things for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so we at Jubilee and Jazz and Tim, as they move on to worship with Hope Church, we can be confident of God's continued faithfulness to us. We can be confident of uh, the plans that he has for us, not being scuppered by this. And we will be able to look back, I hope and believe, with re- relationship much improved, with the you know, the time for forgiveness and healing to take root and blossom, that we will be able to look back on this time um, and, and 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 give thanks that through it God God did other stuff. God is going to go. God is going to bless hope uh, as Jazz and Tim go to them, and I know that God is going to bless us too. The other thing I want to say is I, I, I just love the you know John John spoke about you know the, the, how COVID has you know perhaps undermined our, our cohesiveness perhaps irre- irreparably. You know, that's not, you, you have to know that that is not unique to Jubilee. You know, there is barely a church leader I speak to who isn't feeling uh, a kind of growing sense of disconnectedness. We, we mustn't underestimate the impact that not being able to meet together physically is having on us. We are an embodied people. You know, Jesus came and lived among us because he needed to be with us. And we must be together. And for every passing week that we can't be, it, it, is, it is harming us. And we need to be able to be together. We need to be able to, you know, hug one another, cry together, laugh together. Just invest in the relationships. You know, I, I read one article a while ago that talked about... You know, that whilst we're in lockdown, we're living off the fat of the relationships that we've invested in. You know, once that fat disappears, you know, it was a picture of hibernation. Once that fat disappears, we are, we're vulnerable. We're vulnerable. And so don't, don't underestimate the impact that not being together has. If you're feeling disconnected, if you're seeing the challenges that we're facing, everyone is feeling that. All churches are feeling that. You're not alone in feeling that. I love at the the end of this chapter, you know, even even the guy writing it, you know, he's scribing it for Paul. Even he gets to pipe up and say hello. Paul passes on the greetings of, of the rest of his team, you know, Timothy, Tertius. Paul isn't working on his own, he's working in a team. That's how we're supposed to be. And that's how we're going to be in the future. We're going to work together positively and with relationship at our core. And we're going to see God's kingdom worked out among us. We're going to grow in maturity and unity. I want to pray. I don't know. It's already half eleven. I'm going to pray. I don't know if you want to do anything else afterwards, John. Yeah. I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you that you are with us and that you are for us. And I thank you that even though this is a sad day for Croydon Jubilee, that actually we can have confidence that you are working all things for good. Lord, we can have confidence in the promises that you have spoken over your church and over your people. And so, Lord, we look to you. And I pray, Holy Spirit, would you sustain us through this season of disconnectedness, Lord, would you keep the bonds of relationship strong, even as they are stretched through time and distance. Lord, we want to see you glorified. And Lord, we know that you will be. So come and have your way among us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.